Hi and welcome to another Big W podcast. This one to uh, sort of put a full stop on the end of our 2022 season. So very football orientated, uh, the guests on this particular episode. I think you'll enjoy hearing from Mark McAuliffe, our football operations manager, uh, from Kyder Clays and from Sean Manor, second and third this year in the Bruce Montgomery Trophy. Uh, Tommy Gribble, of course, had a terrific season, won the uh, won the Bruce Montgomery Trophy and the Liston Medal. Uh, we spoke to Tommy in one of the uh, more recent episodes, so we've given him a bit of a holiday, a bit of time off to uh, recharge his batteries and get ready for uh, pre-season, which starts in only a couple of weeks' time, as you will hear very shortly. But our thanks to our terrific uh, podcast partners. We've got some great uh, sponsors and supporters of the football club, and I'd like to mention uh, some of them right Right now, including, of course, CB Motor Group, uh, which is, of course, our major sponsor, uh, the Balan family. It's the Motor Group, it's the Caravan Place and the Boating Place. Still at the same place, uh, up there on uh, uh, the uh, beautiful little Balan Hill, if you want to call it that, uh, near the old uh, train uh, station gates. Uh, so make sure you check out uh, Tino and Paul and Mark and the team and uh, and uh, support them as, as they've supported us for so many years now. CSCG, if you want to achieve your financial goals, they are the people to talk to. Jump on their website, cscg.com com.au and get all the details of uh, what they have to offer. They'll help you out in the financial world. Corio Waste, have all your waste solutions. Uh, CorioWM.com.au. Great uh, long-time supporters of our football club. And Harpley, of course, which is that beautiful lakeside neighbourhood, uh, just a couple of k's, a uh, bit more than a drop kick from the uh, from the middle of uh, uh, Avalon Airport Oval, but uh, not that far. Uh, Harpley, of course, have been uh, terrific supporters as well. So uh, our thanks to our podcast partners. Let's get stuck into this edition, uh, as I mentioned, a football edition, uh, the football operations manager and uh, the uh, two gentlemen who've uh, had uh, great seasons in 2022 and have re-signed, I'm pleased to say, for the 2023 season. So let's get stuck into it. A look back at season 2022, let's head to the football department and the football operations manager, Mark McAuliffe, joins me now to have a chat. G'day, Mark. How are you going? Good, thanks, Kev. Should be, Great to be on board. Should be an easy time of the year for you, shouldn't it? But we all know it isn't. <laughs> no, definitely not. This is uh, well and truly the silly season amongst us. So um, having a good group of players from the 2022 season um, intending to re-sign for the 2023 season and going through those contract negotiations as well as um, looking at potential recruits and setting up the pre-season and all this fun stuff. It's um, very heavily involved this time of year. Now, obviously, you and Mick and the, and the coaching staff and the football department have sat down and had a look back at, at 2022. What uh, what sort of did you garner as the two or three points you take out of that into into your, your 2023 preparations? Yeah, it's, it's sort of a really good question. We, we heavily reviewed our season for 2022, um, and there was a few things that we obviously want to improve on. Um, but what, what we are proud of is, is our group um, having have basically two interrupted years with COVID um, to come back and play at such a high level, being the, the probably the most successful standalone Victorian club in the competition, as well as having a very low injury rate, considering our boys haven't had the, the real strong conditioning point of view um, over that last two seasons. It's, it's, it was really promising signs. Um, we're obviously continually reviewing our processes, but what, what we can say to our supporters and our members is that um, we're, we're really buoyant of where our 2020 season is how it's looking, but also with the strong retention rate of guys indicating that they want to go on again for next year. 
is uh, holding us in a really good stead going forward for the future of the football club. They were the two things that I think everyone was worried about, weren't they? The injuries because the bodies hadn't been had that hardened kind of match conditioning, and when you playing matches, it's so different to actually just doing pre-season training, and the and the oh, mental and the mental and the physical burnout that might happen with a full season. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt, and and that, that was always an unknown, and we we're in uncharted. Um, waters really when we we couldn't think of what was going to happen with that um, but to have such low injury rates it's a credit to our high performance team led by Scott Graham um, but yeah it's a credit to our high performance team we're able to get the guys through um, the boys really love playing um, everywhere and naturally I think most people were getting a bit fatigued towards the end of the season <laughs> but our guys continued fronting up and our coaches are really good and, and giving the guys off nights and continually having um, a very uh, fluid and um, engaging program over the course of 2022, which really helped us get towards the end of the year. Yeah, and finish the season with a with an absolute bang. I mean, that last game is a is a terrific uh, sort of tonic to take with you into the into the start of a preseason. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Um, you know, winning as as well as we did, um, the guys played really well. But more importantly, we we saw the way Mick wants to train and develop the players and and play them. And, you know, we're able to see some really good signs towards the back end of the year. And, um, yeah, I've got no doubt that's going to hold us in a really good set going forward. Mark, we do, everyone knows there's a game plan. You know, us on the outside of those four walls don't know what it is. But has is that, is that developed to a point now at the end of the season where there'll be changes made to that to, to improve that into, into 2023? And, and that's already sort of started? Yeah, absolutely. And and the one thing is and at this in the VFL landscape, the biggest thing is about retention of players and retention of personnel and so that the coaches can have continuity in their messaging um, and their structures and setting up the way we want to play. And, and Mick's done a fantastic job in doing that with the boys and his messaging is, is really clear um, and the way he wants to play now is really clear for the guys to understand. And um, having a full year season, um, yes, we played last year, but having a full season this year was really good. But we were able to now build on that and continually put our best foot forward. And we're, we're really excited about where our, our players can go. Um, but also we're really excited by having that continuity and consistency in messaging and we're just going to continue to hit the ground running from day one of the pre-season and work and enhance on what we want to do and what brand we want to be renowned for in um, in the industry. Yeah. The logistics of the uh, of the Eastern Seaboard competition, for want of a better expression to, to describe it, um, we saw that we saw the good and bad of that this year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely did. We definitely did. And like we, we were really excited and the guys are really excited to get on a plane and and, um, and fly out, but there's there's so many logistical elements that are involved in it. Um, we've had a few cancelled flights and delays and all that fun jazz, but um, to get in there, fly, I mean, we we convincingly beat GWS up there. Um, we got just pipped by the Gold Coast. Um, and then the, the Brisbane game where we played really well uh, for a long period of time and we just got pipped in the end. So I thought our boys travelled really well. Our staff, uh, fantastic. Just their ability to continually adapt um, and approach different elements that get thrown amongst them was just first class. So I was really, really proud of everyone involved in our footy program to continually play um, and just get on with the job, um, which was something that we're really proud of as a whole football club. Actually, getting on with the job is a really good uh, way to describe the way we go about it because uh, the, there are parameters around team selection uh, that are out of our control, that are rules of the competition, and, and uh, the, they're changing in, in 2023 slightly. Is is that all been ratified now for the start of the 2023 season? 
Yeah, it has. The VFL have done a really good job in this, um, and they canvassed a lot of the club's um, opinions and, and what that looks like, and um, we're, we're really happy with the results. Um, so the under-22 players was at six for the season 2022. That's gone down to three for season 2023, um, and we think that that just helps with um, having um, greater flexibility in our team selection and match committee, um, which would be really good for our players along with um, you know how the results will look. Hopefully, um, on top of that, the salary cap has gone up uh, a little bit, um, which is fantastic. So our players can get um, reimbursed accordingly. Um, but also, like we, there's different sort of um, concessions as well that um, can really appeal to like the addition of the veterans allowance, which is great to have guys who over 100 games of experience stay involved in this um, competition, which is really enticing for them to do so as well. So, no, we're we're really excited by the new rules and and how the the competition will look in 2023. The under-23 change from six down to three, that'll change, I I imagine, the profile of our list in terms of it might be slightly older. But that's that's actually a good thing, isn't it? Because at 22, you're talking about some 24 and 25-year-old players maybe being pushed out because of that rule, that they'll now be able to be part of the, the competition again, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a great thing. And the the one thing that we kept saying um, towards the competition was that um, not that we were compromised, but we always had to have it in the forefront of thinking where we just want to be able to pick players that um, are able to come in, play their role quite consistently, no matter a birth certificate, yep. no matter if you're 22 or 23, which was, was really frustrating. Like a one year, in, especially in the COVID space, it's, it's not a lot because we have missed a lot of footy over two years. We're, we're confident naturally that we'll have three or four five under-22 guys in our best team. Um, we, we've got a really good development program led by Hamish McGuinness, um, and we've made some adjustments in that, that coaching range. We think they'll hold us in really good stead and continue putting our club's younger players at the forefront of you know AFL recruiters' eyes, as well as you know holding the club in a in sustained success, which is what we're really big on as well. So we've got a really good young list. Um, yes, we've got some really good senior players, but we, we also feel like we've got the young guys who come in play their role really well and able to put their best foot forward towards um, towards the, the general public and the supporters and members of the Werribee Footy Club. And that, and that two-year gap, I mean, that at, at 18 years of age, that makes an enormous amount of difference to how your body's able to hold up uh, in, 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 a, in a game, in a, a level of competition like the VFL. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, we're seeing that now. Um, you know, the, the advancements our guys have made and um, Jesse Clark had a knee injury this year, but just the the strength and conditioning he's able to put into his body, he's going to come in round one next year as an example and come in with full steam ahead. You know, Jay Dalhouse as well, you know, having a full pre-season under his belt and yeah. where every supporters were able to see how he'd come back and, and how fit he's looking. But, we, yeah, there's, there's heaps of examples we have of those younger guys and uh, we're really, really excited to see how that could look. And with a, a full season under their belt, um, yeah, we're, we're really excited by these young guys and what they're able to do for 2023. So when does the 2023 pre-season officially start and how hard is it going to be? Yeah, we're going to go pretty hard this year. Um, we, Our boys are, are an ambitious group. Um, they, there's no doubt of where we want to get to um, and we think we have the, the cattle to get that done. So it will be a hard pre-season. We're going to start on November 7 um, and we're going to train all the way up to Christmas um, and then we're going to start back in, on January 10 in 2023 um, with um, full steam ahead. We're just going to go at it, um, go at it extremely hard, and um, our guys are going to be well educated on the game plan and the way Mick and the coaching department want 
to train our boys up and we're going to get to work straight away. So, no, we're really excited and um, about what it could look like going forward. And over the next couple of weeks and uh, and I guess the next month or so, we'll see uh, who's uh, who's re-signed, who's staying, uh, and, and the uh, the level of that is, is really, really high. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Like I alluded to, our retention throughout is, is really exciting. And it's it's an endorsement for our whole football club. Um, a player re-signing and wanting to stay, is, it just shows how great all elements are, of the footy program that are going, um, but the whole footy club in general. So... Um, obviously, well led by um, President Martin Carter and CEO Mark Penaluna, but we're we're really excited by what we've found achieved. Um, we'll see some really good re-signings um, that will get announced over the the social media platforms and the website and the like. Um, and I think where every supporter should be really excited by how that looks. Um, we've had we have had a departure in Ollie Henryan. Um, he has gone on to play cricket in England, oh, which okay. is um, and a really exciting thing for him. So. Um, yeah, we're we're unfortunately we're losing Ollie, but um, we're also really excited by him going into that next phase of his life and and wanting to take on that cricket element as well. All right, well, thanks, Mark. Uh, appreciate your time. Look forward to the uh, preseason starting on November seventh, and we'll know that catch up uh, between now and Christmas on the Big W podcast. Thanks for your time, mate. Thanks for having me, Kev. The Big W podcast uh, runner-up this year in the Bruce Montgomery Trophy was Kyder Clace, uh, who joins me now to have a chat about uh, his 2022 season and looking forward to 2023. Hi, Kai. How are you going? Hey, Kev. Good. Thanks for having me on the on the podcast. Pleasure, mate. Uh, what did you think of your 2022 season? Runner-up in the uh, in the Bruce Montgomery Trophy's good team of the year, all those things. But well, how did you rate it? Yeah, no, uh, all those accolades are, are pretty nice and. Um, all in well for the for the season. I I think I had a pretty strong pretty strong season myself. Um, uh, consistent over the games. Um, yeah, I thought it was a, it was a pretty good season off off the back end. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to argue with you to be honest. <laughs> thought you were terrific this year. Uh, well, I mean, you came back from uh, from the AFL experience. Uh, were there things that you wanted to work on? Things that you you thought you needed to work on uh, that that you did get a chance to work on this year? Yeah, I felt like I just needed to work on a bit more defensive acts, getting back and helping our back line out a little bit more than um, past years. So, yeah, that was sort of front front of my mind um, to help them out. And obviously, um, being a bit more offensive, attacking, trying to hit the scoreboard more. Um, yeah, and just you know having a bigger tank, bigger engine, getting more stoppages. So I think those were the, the three that were really stuck in my mind. And, um yeah, I think I produced that this year. I was going to say, if anyone was going to make one observation about the the change in your game in the in the time between when we last saw you at Werribee and when we saw you this year at Werribee, it was your ability to get to across the ground and just to get to every contest. Yeah, yeah, I had a little bit of feedback from other people saying that it looked um, looked pretty easily easy that I was cruising around the ground, but um, no, nah, I saw the hard work that I put in and pre-season and doing all those extras to to give me that ability to get to other contests and. Um, as you know, more contests, um, more more touches, and more use I can get. Yeah, and you've always been a great user of the footy. I mean, you're, it's always been a pleasure to watch you use the football. But uh, you're just getting to it so often uh, in the last uh, the last year. It's been a, a, a even bigger pleasure to watch. Um, what did you take out of the season? I mean, it was it was a funny one in terms of you know few interstate games here and there, and uh, some close losses, some close wins. What, what, what was your end tally on the season? Yeah, look, I think as a as a whole, we were pretty uh, disappointed that we couldn't play finals. Um, you know, losing close close games and um, just sort of not playing the way we we want to play in our brand. But um, 
overall, it was a good good stepping stone. I think uh, the young boys are developing really well and uh, it's pushing us older boys to sort of uphold the standard a little bit more. And um, it was fun going um, interstate and changing it up a little bit. So um, I thought it was a great challenge, not only for me, but um, for all the other boys as well. November 7 is the date that uh, Mark McAuliffe has told us uh, the pre-season starts again and a big pre-season, everyone with a, a really determined mindset about what, what can be achieved in 2023? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think we're all pretty eager to come back and, and hit the ground running. Um, knowing what we can produce, especially the back end of the season, we are playing some of our great great football and we really um, understood our brand and our structure. So, yeah, I think... The boys are raring to go for a big uh, pre-season and uh, hit the ground running in 2023. Mentioned that you've had a taste of the AFL experience uh, in, that, in that short little period you had uh, with the Melbourne Footy Club. Uh, is that what did your appetite for more and obviously uh, your ambition to, to, to play at that highest level if that opportunity comes up? Oh, absolutely. Um, for, I'm very thankful for Melbourne giving me that opportunity and sort of opened my eyes a little bit more to the professionalism and and uh, what the AFL standard holds. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very eager to get another opportunity if that arises. Um, yeah, my, that fire still burns deep in my uh, stomach. So, yeah, yeah. That's, my, that's my ultimate goal to um, get back onto an AFL list. But uh, that doesn't happen. Obviously, winning some silverware at Ruby would be a great achievement as well. And we've announced uh, just in this uh, last week that, uh, that you have re-signed for 2023. So all things, uh, you know, uh, staying the way they are, you'll be at Werribee. But if something else bobs up, well, uh, you can't knock back at a golden opportunity. Oh, no, absolutely not. Well, Werribee's a great, great club to be at. Um, great people, great coaches, and especially great teammates. So you can't really knock Werribee at all. And, yeah, like you said, if something arises and it's a bigger, a bigger contract up in the AFL, then... Um, that's even better but yeah Werribee is home for me and I can't wait to keep going in 2023 Had the, uh, the body pull up at the end of the uh, the season Kai any, uh, any sort of aches and pains and strains and things that you have to get cleaned up or <laughs> you, do you come out of it pretty well? No I actually came out of it pretty well uh, yeah it wasn't wasn't too banged up but um, yeah a little bit of niggles here and there but you know that's why you have a, a few weeks off and then um, yeah go back into pre-season pretty much healthy and fit. Well, uh, enjoy the break until the 7th of November and thanks for joining us on the podcast and uh, good luck for 2023, mate. We look forward to uh, being on the journey with you. Thanks, Gabe. My pleasure. It's the Big W Podcast. Let's move now to the man who finished third in the Bruce Montgomery Trophy for the year, was named in the year, Team of the Year in the VFL. Sean Manor from the uh, from the club has joined me on the line now to have a chat. G'day, Sean. How are you going? Yeah, Kev, good, mate. How are you? I'm good. You uh, enjoying a bit of time off, a bit of time away from the club? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's been, been pretty relaxed, but uh, yeah, we're starting to get back into a bit of training now, so we're ready to go when pre-season hits the ground next month. Uh, so you're doing just stuff on your own or with a couple of the other boys, or what are you doing? Yeah, mate, so just a bit of stuff myself the last couple of weeks, but then, yeah, over the next couple of weeks, I'll get stuck in it with big Aidan Johnson. He's, he's local to me. Um, and then, yeah, I'll get around a bit of Marty Brennan as well, get him... From, down from Geelong and get him up to uh, Morty Alec in that and we'll show him the ropes around here, I reckon. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I mentioned the team of the year and third in the in the BNF. Uh, how did you rate your season? Were you were you happy at the end of the year? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, from a personal point of view, uh, uh, yeah, I sort of started and finished quite well. Um, a few games throughout the, the middle of the year I would like to have back or just make more of an impact in uh, in those games, but yeah, for most parts, I yeah, sort of it was okay. 
So when you sit down with the coaching staff and uh, and go through your year and set yourself for 2023, what are, what are you looking yep. at to, to, to do in 2023 that you, that you maybe didn't achieve in 2022 or you want to improve on? Yeah, so I think it's just the, the main one is just improving my overall game. Um, yeah, you're never fully satisfied as a footballer. And if you are, you've, you're probably going backwards. Um, so, yeah, just improve, improving everything overall. So most of that, though, for me was when we sat down with Nick and um, the coaching staff and we paired him uh, at DAF, um, was just probably being a bit more clean at ground level. So um, a lot of ground balls so far this off season. I'm sure a few more to come. Um, and then just, yeah, fix my kick, uh, kicking efficiency. It was, um, yeah, around 60%. So I'd like to get that up to, you know, 70 80%. That's where we, we want to be going. So, yeah, kicking efficiency and uh, being clean at ground level is, is my go this off-season. A midfielder who hurts uh, the opposition going forward, is that is that a description that you that you sit comfortably with? Yeah, I, I'd love to be more of a midfielder. I'd probably say I'm more... I was more forward this year and yeah. I was lucky enough to yeah go in there a little bit and make an impact. But yeah, I love love to be a midfielder going forward. But <laughs> so I'm, that's cheeky on to give that to Mick, I reckon. <laughs> well, we'll just pass that little bit of this interview on to, uh, on to Mr. Barlow. Yeah, please. <laughs> please do. <laughs> uh, we've, annou- we've announced that you've, you've signed for, uh, for 2023. So uh, obviously, yep. uh, Werribee's a happy place for you to play your footy. You look, at, you look like you really enjoy it. Oh, 100%, mate, yeah. Uh, as soon as I stepped in the doors there, it's been – everyone's been so welcoming. Um, it's been yeah, a big family there now, and we're going to yeah, continue bringing good people like we are this off-season, and we're going to keep going from strength to strength. And, yeah, everyone's, you know, wanting to push and get better for 2023. So, yeah, we're on the right track. There was a lot to like about the 2022 season, Sean, but didn't quite get there in terms of playing finals. Is that uh, obviously been addressed and been talked about and, and been rejigged for 2023? Yeah, definitely. So that was, yeah, obviously a, a big goal going into 2022. Um, you know, easier said than done uh, in hindsight, you know, the 21 team competition. So we always knew it was going to be tough. And yeah, I think, you know, the middle of the year, we, and well, I think we lost six games under a kick or under two kicks for the whole season. So that, that's, that's it there kind of thing. Um, so yeah, this off pre-season, we'll train that game situations and make sure we're ready for that come next year. And then, yeah, we're not we're not going to mention uh, finals or premierships and stuff like that. We're just going to get to work and you know whatever happens happens. I think we'll stick to the process and we'll be good. Yeah, it's a good leadership group. Uh, the uh, the the group we got together for for this twenty twenty two season and heading into next year, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the six us. Well, it's not really. It's a leadership group, but uh, there's a lot more to it than that. There's you know ten to fifteen blokes that could definitely be in it. So it's, yeah, everyone's leaders out there on the field and. You know, we're just lucky enough to be led by Brewing Grib and then still having Stolz hanging around there, which gives great insight every week, Shred, Nick Coughlin. Um, so, yeah, Jack Anderson's in there also. So, um, yeah, no, we've got great leaders at the top and, you know, they set the standard for everyone going down. Mate, I mentioned this to Kai when I spoke to him about, uh, you know, you've had the taste of the the AFL system. Is, is, is that something you still want to have a crack at if that opportunity did arise, did, did come your way? Yeah, mate, I'll jump at it like no tomorrow. Um, that yeah, that's it'd be awesome to yeah get into the AFL system and, and have a crack just to you know show what I can do if I was you know put in full time being a full time footballer. But um, yeah, if not that, that whatever happens happens, I'm more than happy to be at Werribee again next year and going forward. So yeah. 
Well, mate, November 7th uh, when the pre-season officially starts, but obviously, as you said, you're doing some work now. So look after yourself, and we uh, we look forward to seeing what might uh, what might happen in the 2023 season. But uh, well done on your 2022 year. No, thanks, Kevin. Really appreciate it, mate. Thank you. Well, thanks to Mark McAuliffe, to Kyda Clayson, and to Sean Manor. And, of course, as uh, we mentioned in there, pre-season starts on the 7th of November. We'll uh, be bringing you an update of uh, all the changes to the list that uh, that happened in the next couple of weeks. Already, already will have seen the uh, news of the signings of uh, Kai and uh, Sean, also Jack Henderson and Hudson Garoni. Uh, so uh, there's many more to come. Uh, lots of exciting news coming out of the football club, and it's all on our social media platform, so make sure you keep up to date with that on uh, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or the website. Uh, all the info will be there. And thanks once again to our podcast partners, CSCG. They'll help you achieve your financial goals. Cario Waste for all your waste solution uh, problems. They'll help you out. Hartley, just a terrific place to live. And uh, also the CB Motor Group. That's uh, the motor group, the caravan place and the boating place. Uh, that uh, puts a little bow around our 2022 football season. Look forward to talking to you very soon about our 2023 football season here on the Big W Podcast. Where the time goes.